Hey everybody, welcome to Random Musings from the Clinical Trials Guru. I really want to thank you for listening. If you feel compelled to do so, make sure you subscribe, uh, leave a review, comment, share, whatever you feel like doing. Help me out trying to grow this podcast, trying to continuously deliver value. A couple of things before we get into the show, check out the links in the show notes to my CRA Academy, my CRC Academy, both of them doing very well as far as getting people jobs in the marketplace. Check those out. Also, if you need help getting studies for your site or anything else, or even launching a site, basically any help for your site, we have a low monthly fee consulting service where we have helped many clients become and continue to be successful site owners through our background efforts of business development and support staff. Text me 949-415-6256. Please check out the links in the show notes as well for the book, The Comprehensive Guide to Clinical Research. It's been selling really well, getting very well received by the community. Thank you guys so much for that. Also check out the YouTube member page. Join this channel to get perks. That's my YouTube uh, membership. It's 10 bucks a month. You get a monthly mastermind exclusively. It's a Zoom call every month with other YouTube members. Uh, You also get weekly videos exclusive to the YouTube members on how to use social media to improve your opportunities in life sciences. So check that out. Really means a lot to me. And thank you so much again for listening and enjoy the show. All right, guys, we are live, 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 live on a Friday. Happy Friday to you guys. I'm taking a break out of my day. I still got a couple things I got to work on, a couple things I got to do. Things are starting to get busy. Things are starting to pick up. The pace is starting to pick up over here in Arizona with the new clinic, the new site. The emails coming from CRA Academy students, CRC Academy students, clients, former clients, former students. Everybody's kind of sharing their journey of what's happening in clinical research. A lot of people are getting opportunities. A lot of people are getting brand new opportunities. A lot of people are looking for ways to capitalize on the movements in the industry. And the fact of the matter is, this is such an underserved industry. There's never been a better time to have these opportunities and to get these opportunities. I always talk about if you're a research naive doctor, the industry needs you right now if you have patients. A lot of my students are getting jobs a lot of just random people from guru nation texting me emailing me hey i want advice should i get a master's degree hey i got an interview coming up what about uh what do you do with irb informed consent i I gotta do a video on that one actually i haven't forgotten you um hey i just started working at a new clinic um it's unorganized is this okay should i bail look you guys put your questions here. The journey. Oh, one of the guys been a CRA, never made more money in his life than he is right now. Wants to open a site. The journey is whatever you want it to be in clinical research. There's a lot of possibilities. A lot of possibilities. Shout out to Monica Quitiva, Latinos in Research, very own Monica Quitiva. It's her birthday. Everybody go say happy birthday to her right now on LinkedIn. Let her know that. You know, you heard on the live stream, it's her birthday. Happy birthday. 
Monica. Um, she's doing tons right now in her journey too. Hi, Zara. How's it going? Atif, can I transition into product management in clinical research industry? I'm a clinical trial associate. So product management. Uh, so you mean like working for a sponsor, Atif? Because that's kind of what you'll be doing. The, the difference is, I got this from Ivan this week. He just summarized it well. I mean, it's obvious, but it's it's well said by somebody who's somewhat of an outsider, or at least used to be an outsider. Now he's recently been in research. You know, working for like vendors, working for a CRO, working for a, ben, uh, a vendor, primarily a CRO, it's a service-oriented business. When you work for a sponsor, it's a product oriented business Atif. so my advice to you would be if you're a clinical trial associate can you go get any job at a sponsor company because they also hire ctas they also hire in-house cras they also hire cras they also hire anything you can think of so biotech i would go to biotech um try to go to a biotech and figure out how to work for them, smallest and new big. If you need advice on which ones to look at, just snipe snipe the ones that I'm doing um, stock review on. So when did I do the stock? I'm doing a bunch of stock review biotechs next week with the Clinical Research Circle and my own channel as well. So let me know. Darshan, how's it going? Avjit, Avjit, Darshan, how are you, man? Facebook, nice to see Facebook's alive and well, right? So there's something to be said, Atif, back to your question. Going, Working for a CRO, it's great, whatever. You get your foot in the door. It's a service business. They're, they're selling a service. When you work for a pharma or a biotech or a med device or a whatever, genetics company, they're, they're selling products, right? The service is just a necessary evil. To get the product out the market for a cro right a service is the business pausing for dramatic effect right the service is the business so this is why you have people much happier working for sponsors than for cro's because the product at the end of the day it's a product related business and if you want to get into product management and you're at a cro i advise you to go work for a sponsor and it might be easier if you get some CRA experience first before going to work for a sponsor. But look, if you want something bad enough, you're going to do it. You're going to network. You're going to figure out ways to go get it. So go out there and get it. Rod Raphael with the robots. He's got the robots. He knows what's up. Let's smash the algorithm. I just saw Space Jam 2 with LeBron James yesterday. And they named they had a character in the movie name. It was supposed to be Algorithm. They named him Algae Rhythm. thought that was pretty cool. But we're trying to break the Algae Rhythm with these robot comments. Just put robots in there. Guys, our overlords don't know that it's not a real comment. Okay, LinkedIn, YouTube, uh, Facebook, right? So thank you, Atif. Hey, Dan from Jamaica. What up, Calvin? Welcome, man. Welcome. Uh, Olga says, hi, Dan from Chicago. Hi, Olga. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, and Atif says he works already for a sponsor company. Okay. 
you're already there. Try to ask around, hey, how can I get involved on the project uh, or on the product side? And if you're not getting significant, well, not significant, if you're not getting, um, if you don't feel like they're doing what they can to help you achieve that goal, then you should be somewhere else where they will. And luckily for you, you can just make a horizontal move to another sponsor. Smaller usually is better because it's more opportunities, but maybe bigger. That's my advice to you. All right. Yanisa, let us know what else, guys, in the comments. Yanisa knows what's up, too. She's got the robots. She knows what's going on. She's on LinkedIn. Thank you so much for the comment. David from New Jersey. Nice to see you, David. Um, but yeah, there's David, another David, David LaHaye. I know this David. We talk on the phone a few times a month. David LaHaye with the robot. Um, we got Veronica Wilson from Atlanta. I'm happy to catch you live too. A nice logo, Veronica. Wow. Veronica Wilson, Research Saves Lives. Hats off to you, Veronica. Tell me what this means. What what this logo means to you in the comments. Lawrence, how are you doing? Nice to see you. Um, from Venezuela. Man, shout out to you guys in Latin America. We love the Latinos in clinical research community. It's so strong. We're gonna we're gonna have another webinar next week, actually, for you guys. Um, to continue on this journey theme. I know someone who has been a CRA for like a decade, never made more money than he has in the last two years, but he really wants to open a site and he thinks he's ready now. And let me tell you, you might be, but you need to, you need to get practical with it too. So oftentimes coordinators make much better CR, uh, site owners than CRAs. Why? Because they're practical, where rubber meets the road. And actually, going on the service-oriented business, CRO is a service-oriented business, sponsor is a product-oriented business. In a way, the site is kind of in between. Because, yeah, there's no product. This is true. But at the end of the day, what's the product? It's the participant data that's the product. But it's also service, because we got to service the sponsors, and we got to service the patients, and we got to service the investigators that we work with so the site kind of has the best of both worlds in the sense that you're a, you're a little bit product you're a little bit service cro 100 service pharma 100 product but they do have service components so sites are kind of in between marcel ruiz dr ruiz what up i like the robot emojis the robot emojis are strong so cra's owning sites Yes, it's possible. Is there a conflict of interest? Possibly, especially if it's um, a study for your CRO that you're also doing at your site, even more so if they make you be the monitor, all right? That, that goes without being said, and that's happened. That's happened. We know some clients where that's happened. I don't advise doing it at the same time for longer than you have to. Right. If you're a CRA, and let me tell you, just because you're a CRA and you've gone to 100 sites in the last year and you look at what they do and say, I can do this too, 
You don't know that for a fact. Where are you going to get these patients? We talked to a medical monitor the other day. We talked, Chris and I talked to a medical monitor who wants to open a site. And he had no, he had no plan for how to get patients because while he's a doctor, he's not a practicing physician because he's a medical monitor full time. So he's not seeing patients. So we said, look, you can be PI, but how are you going to get patients? Because without patients, you're not making money. You got to enroll patients. You got to randomize patients to make money. And he said, oh, well, I kind of thought of that too. I'm thinking that the central campaigns the sponsors do is good enough. No, they're not good enough. Let me tell you, they're not good enough. As a site owner who has been with as many sites that have failed as have succeeded, the patient, the ability to enroll patients is everything, right? Getting the studies, getting the clinicians, getting the equipment, training the staff, knowing how to make sure the data is good, knowing how to make sure the investigational product is <clears throat> up to date, all the calibrations, all the SOPs, that's great. But if you can't get patients, what good is that? It's you're giving no value to the sponsors hiring you. And you're giving no value to the community if you don't know how to get patients. So I would get very pragmatic with it, right? And this person that I talked to, not the medical monitor, but the CRA, I think he is pragmatic. And I can't wait to interview more people like that on my podcast and on the live streams and on the YouTubes, just so you guys can see. And this part of the reason why I'm documenting my own journey with Yuma Clinical Trials here in Yuma, Arizona, because we started from zero. And on my YouTube channel, there's a playlist called Watch me open, watch me start my new clinic, something like that in Yuma, Arizona. Follow my journey. And it's the stuff I'm doing is like pragmatic stuff. Like I'm not doing anything fancy. I lost the camera. I lost the camera, but I'm back. Forgot where'd I go? Where'd I go? I'm here. Can you guys hear me? I lost the camera. Let me switch it back and forth. Let me switch the camera back and forth. Hold on. Get in there. Man, this camera is too good. I just bought this webcam. It's all constantly, I think it's too much data going through it. Too much data. So nothing, um, nothing that I've done so far for my site in Yuma is fancy. Everything has been like front work, like going to meet the equipment calibrating guy, sitting there for three hours with him, making sure that the doctor staff, I'm using their office, making sure that they all know me and they're comfortable with me, meeting doctors repeatedly, keeping them up to date on studies, like in person, going, driving to a doctor to get his resume signed. I'm about to do that with all the regulatory documents. Like, this is not, I'm not doing like fancy, you know, Park Park Avenue businessman type of things. I'm doing like in the dirt, in the trenches activity, emailing study leads and getting rejected, emailing, look at this, emailing medical science liaisons. I'm taking a 
piece of my own medicine. I'm going to email these two reps to try to get a study for my doctor. He wants an obesity study. <clears throat> so, yeah, okay, Veronica said the logo. I just wanted people to stop fearing research because it does save lives. And for those of us in research to remember why we're doing what we're doing. Beautiful, Veronica. To make a logo for that is awesome. I think that's that's big time. Let me know what you do in this space. That's that's awesome. Love that attitude. Dr. Reese wanted to thank you for all the content you put out. Your video helped me land my job at a CRO. Awesome. Let me know uh, what it is that you do. You might be medical monitor too. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, guys, that's owning a site. Just because you did good at something doesn't mean you'll be good at owning a site. Right? Even if you're a, let's say you're a coordinator, although I prefer the coordinators to be site owners than CRAs, that doesn't mean this, there's going to be CRAs that are not good site owners either. It's just from what I've seen, the skill set's more practically translated to site ownership because it's still in the same context, the site. The context from a CRO to a site is very different, very different business models. One doesn't have to worry about patients, seeing them, recruiting them, at least directly not recruiting them. Um, so, yeah, just because you did good at something doesn't mean you'll do good as a site owner. Vice versa, if you've been a site owner, could you make a good CRA? I think it's easier. I think it's easier transition, especially if you've been an involved site owner, so you've you are actually hands-on training your staff. You're actually QAing the source data before monitors come in. I think that's a much easier transition to being a CRA. I've done that transition. I went from site owner to contract CRA back to site owner. <laughs> Angel says, AQST ready to run. You know what? I'm supposed to interview the CEO. What's the stock doing? Let me see. I actually own some of the stock. So it's been around three, 380. Oh, no, it's been, it went from, in the last month, it went from like 450 to 369. So like it's been in this range. It's down 7% in the past month. I think it will. Like when LibreVant, if, I shouldn't say when, if LibreVant gets approved, I don't think that approval is priced into the stock. It's just my opinion. I might have to, instead of waiting for the CEO, I might have to do another another um, quick video on that. I was looking at it today, heard some people talking about it. Yeah, from what I from what I remember, the uh, Padufa for LibreVan is supposed to be, will LibreVan get approved? If uh, So not yet. So they received the complete response letter in September 2020. And there was some missing data. They needed to like redo part of the study. So from what I heard, it's like going to be December, right? October, November, December. Let me know. You guys probably know more about it. I haven't done more due diligence. I just bought and hold. Jennifer, greetings from Houston. Hi, Jennifer. Nice to see you. Thank you so much for commenting and for being on. So yeah, um, that's just my take on transitioning from CRCs or CRAs to site owners or vice versa from site owner 
to CRA or CRC. I think it's easier. The ladder. The ladder is easier. There's other career trajectories besides owning sites, guys. They're probably easier ways. <laughs> There's from CRC, you can go to CRA, you can go to CTM, clinical trial manager. You can get into pharmacovigilance if you really want to. You can get into data management, which is a whole nother vertical. Um, somebody's saying for AQSD December 22nd, I think. Yeah, look, you guys are all, you YouTubers right now are loving this AQSD. What are you trying to tell me? You want another video? Should I, on my Friday, say forget this stuff on my to-do list and just do an AQSD video? Let me know in the comments. Should I forget what's on my to-do list and just do an AQST like hardcore for like an hour, do some due diligence on a questive, and then make an eight-minute video or an 11-minute video. Let me know in the comments. Veronica says, is that a video of you running in the back behind you? Yep. Yep. Why? So people know. Look, if you want to learn more about research, this is the video. Five hour, four and a half, something like that. I keep it on. I keep it on just to let people know. Uh, they just got call options. Hi from Pennsylvania, Lydia. What's up? Been out of the industry for over a decade to raise a family. Congratulations, Lydia. Now preparing to re-enter research field. Need to relearn and update. So I started grad classes and weekly review your excellent content. Lydia, not to be too much of a salesman, but I can't help it. And I really think it's going to help you. My CRA Academy would help because... At the end of the three-month course, we do a remote monitoring internship on a breast cancer study, a real breast cancer study that's an investigator-initiated trial that my CRO manages. So, Lydia, I think that would help. If not, try to get into a site. Depends on what you, what your role was last decade. Um, try to get your foot in the door at a site. And then from there, you can quickly, if you want to go CRA again, go CRA. But welcome back to the industry. Congratulations. Thank you so much for focusing on family. It's very important. Um, Veronica says, Lydia, that's awesome. Great time to come back. It is a great time to come back. The book, too. Thank you, Veronica. Yeah, I think the book and the audio book, I should probably have a poster behind me. I'm trying to figure out what, you know, what to put behind me. Loving the book, so detailed and helpful. Thank you, Jennifer. I really appreciate that. I try to make it like generalist, like what you need to know, no matter what role you're going to take in research, like the basics, what you're going to need to know. Each of those chapters, you can like, at least you'll know where to dig, right? You know where to dig deeper, even if it's not in that book. You'll know where to dig deeper. You don't know what you don't know. So at least if I can introduce it, You'll have an, an overview, a macro overview, and you'll know where to go. Look for more content on YouTube. Find another book. I don't like the books in, in our space. It's another reason why I wrote it. I don't like the books in our space. Okay, guys. Thank you, Eric. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So, yeah, I mean, I had another person today message me. Former CRA Academy student, she's been working in a regulatory for a sponsor for like four years now. She's ready to like, she wants to be a CRA. So she's like, should I get a master's degree? 
No, you shouldn't. What you should do is get clinical research professional certified by ACRP. You qualify now. Um, please, yeah, Lydia, please start the CRA. You can start the CRA Academy. We're actually starting on Saturday, on Sunday, but it's a, it's a, the, the class is recorded and live every week. So pre-recorded and live every week, every Saturday. So we're starting on Saturday, not tomorrow, but next Saturday is our first live class. But Sunday, two days from now, we start week one officially. So it's not too late. We actually only pick 15 students every quarter and we have 13 right now. So if you want to do it, just let me know. Um, if not, I think site level would be one of the ways to go. Um, but you were already a CRC. Maybe maybe you can do that. Uh, but the CRA Academy is going to give you a real monitoring experience on a breast cancer study. You'll be in like that. Three months after class, you'll be in like that with that internship on your uh, resume. Okay, so this person, former CRA Academy student, like four or five years ago, got hired right after the class, regulatory, been there for a sponsor. Uh, weekly time commitment, four hours, four hours a week. Four hours a week, you will pass. Then you're allowed to do the internship, and that's really where that, that's where the rubber meets the road. That's where you're going to hone your skills so that when you start going to interview, you say, yeah, I've actually monitored. Here's the, You can point to the study on clinicaltrials.gov. I've monitored for this study. This is the breast cancer study I monitor. You can show them the monitoring reports you did, uh, or at least talk about them and show. Let me know if you have more questions about that, though. Um, so, yeah, should I get a master's degree? I really want to be a CRA. I've been in regulatory for four years. I want to, I like it, but I want it more. I said, look, don't get a master's degree. Get ACRP certified clinical research professional. You qualify for that. Get that. Apply as in house CRA, study startup specialist trial master, file specialist, something related to regulatory, but also with like a more of an entryway into more generalist kind of stuff, All right? Uh, or maybe even apply straight as CRA, you might get it. Once you've been a CRA for two years, you kind of get your bearings, you get your, you're in the groove. I would say then get ACRP CRA certified. All right, my camera, my camera is disconnecting. Hold on, hold on. My camera. My camera just disconnected. Look, the camera is too good. The camera is too good for the stream, for StreamYard. Uh, let me switch it back. Let me switch it back. Get your bearings. Get your bearings as a CRA for like two years, then get ACRP CRA certified. Once that's done, start your master's degree program, whichever one you like. If it's MBA, if it's clinical research, I don't care. Master's, you really want that, then get it. Then by the time you're done with that master's program, you will be like five years in as a CRA. Now you could be a clinical trial manager. And so she's thinking about it, but that's like the career trajectory. This is how you got to start thinking about your career very strategically. What are you doing now? Where do you want to go? What's the missing steps? What timing should I get certifications? When should I do different things? That's that's what you guys should be thinking. That right now is the time to make moves, to make changes, to make things happen for yourself. Eric asked if I'm on LinkedIn too. 
Of course, Eric. Of course. Of course. LinkedIn is huge, huge for research. Uh, how can a physician in private practice get started in clinical trials? Jason, my company helps physicians all the time. We have a company for this. You need basically need to get studies is the bottom line. But when you're brand new, you don't have much to sell besides your patient database. But to know how to communicate these things, we charge $1,300 a month. And we help you with all this stuff, everything. We apply for the studies for you. We tell you all the things you need. We help you with everything. We're a shoulder to cry on. It's month to month. There's no long-term contract. Our clients love us. They've been with us forever. Text me if you're interested, Jason, 949-415-6256. I'll set up a call with you. Again, 949-415-6256. I'll put it in my... Where do you think we stand with remote virtual monitoring visits? Is it worth the industry perfecting it? I think it is. Um, we Right now, we get more compliance from sites in person. In person monitoring, we get more compliance. We meaning series. Uh, also, sites prefer in-person monitoring because the CRA is not asking, hey, scan this. Once everyone's on eSource and eReg, different start, right? I think then it makes less sense to come on site. But right now, it's like 10% of the industry is on eSource and eReg. Now, that's changing quickly, but how quickly that's going to be is anyone's guess. Is it the next decade that everyone's 100% eSource? I don't know. Right now, no. 2021, no. 2022, most likely not. But I think more and more sites are starting to adopt e-source and e-reg. That's going to make remote virtual monitoring easier. You still got to do investigational product accountability. You still got to do things like site visits. Sometimes, sometimes they'll show up to talk face-to-face with physicians. Sometimes there's no replacement. Like, hey, you're not recruiting. I'm done doing these Zoom calls with you. I'm coming in person. I'm going to take a flight just to show you, like, just to show you symbolically how important this is for us and how serious we are about this. Uh, Jennifer says, which certification do you think we should get first, ACRP or CCRP? I'm currently a CRC. So ACRP is CCRP. CCRP is a Certified Clinical Research Professional. I think that's with ACRP. I know SOPRA does another one, too. If you're currently a CRC, I would get a CCRC, Certified Clinical Research Coordinator. I would get that. Um, that's the one I would get, and you probably qualify for that too, through ACRP. And most employers will pay for you to take the test. I mean, it's a it's a benefit for them to have ACRP certified coordinators because it's easier for them to get studies. So I've paid for my staff in the past when they qualified to get ACRP certified. ACRP certification, CRA certification should have after six years as a CRA. No, I think CRA certification for ACRP can come like two years after CRA. But what I was saying for six years after CRA is she would be ready to be a clinical trial manager, especially if she had her master's degree and 
five years or six years of CRA experience and certified clinical research associate. That's what I mean. Now, if, if you're a member of SOCRA, it's also good. I mean, I don't know what certifications they have, but ACRP kind of won that race. You know, SOCRA is a great organization, but um, I think ACRP won the certification race. I don't know. Let me know if I'm wrong. And people people still talking about AQSD as a small float could have moved quick with news. You guys never let me know. Should I just YOLO it and say forget my to-do list and just do an AQSD video today? Or should I – or Dan, should you know, Dan, you need to focus. You need to get your stuff done. You don't need more distractions. Let me know right now in the comments what I should do the rest of the day Friday. Should I do my to-do list, which is a lot of important stuff, but it's like busy work, basically? Or should I do a AQST due diligence? Let me know. They're saying YOLO. YOLO. I'm interested. YOLO. California Republic. Nice to see my old former state members there. I'm only 20 minutes drive from the border from California. All right. If one more person says AQST, two more people need to say AQST, YOLO it, I'll do it. If not, I got to do my work. So we need... I love it, Ni Yokami, but I need like two more confirmations for this to happen. Because I know YouTube, when you give YouTube, um, Chris says, can I get a member of a quest of therapy? So I'm trying, man. I am trying. Like we're trying to get people from that company on. I've gotten KMPH. We've gotten Curative Biotech. We're getting um, New Wave Bio. All next week. Hey, QST, help me out. Help me out. Let them know on Stock Twits. Let them know on LinkedIn. Like, reach out to members of the community. Say, let, let Dan interview you. Good things tend to happen to stocks. Jared says, yeah, that would be awesome. I'll try. You guys, I need one more, and then I'll do AQST. I'll do the due diligence on AQST, and then we'll figure out all this other stuff. <laughs> I haven't heard anything from someone working at a quest of I know I think they're kind of shy let me know I needed one more confirmation should I do AQST or not on a Friday I liked your last video on them thank you thank you I actually like Whenever I do more due diligence with them, I like them more. I mean, I don't really know what's changed, though, since the last video. But I'll, I'll try to look and see what's changed. Otherwise, how's everyone else doing on a Friday? What you got planned for this weekend? Are there any more questions? All right, Ariana said yes, so... I'm doing AQST. I wa I totally walked into that trap. I just needed to know, are there at least three people out there right now that want to see this? So I'll do. I'll do AQST video today. I'm going to have to go to StockTwits and check out what people are actually talking about. AQST, what's new? I definitely think news will be out today. 
and no one panic if it's taking longer. <laughs> AQSD second level, so it's all fundamental technical analysis. Keep loading. I wonder if I'm the only one looking forward to November second. Oh, for their they have like a conference call November second or something. Good earnings report on eleven two. Solid news on Libervant FDA approval on twelve or on solid news on one hundred eight one hundred nine Libervant FDA approved twelve twenty three <laughs> Christmas Eve. Okay, I can see why people are getting excited about this one. Earnings coming up. Okay, have I worked with observational studies? Um, oh, Ariana, you're interested in their other products. All right, I'll look into those too. Have I worked with observational studies? Yes, yes, those are phase four. I've done a lot of those. They don't pay very well to the site, but they're good studies, they're easy studies to get. Uh, thank you, Hamid. Sonic and Bodhi are doing good. It's actually not Buddy, it's Bodhi. <laughs> but I don't blame you for not knowing because everybody says Buddy. Somebody called him Brody once, but his name's Bodhi. Um, they're doing great, man, thank you for asking. They're a handful. Maybe they will hint at news. Don't they have a drug like Adderall? That's Chemfarm. KMPH has Astaris. Here's the dog's name, Bodhi. All right, guys. I think we're good. I think I know what I got to do. Oh, well, we got more. If you had to pick a role in clinical research to prepare to be a site owner, what role would it be? Easy, easy. Marcel, Dr. Ruiz, you couldn't have given me an easier alley. Clinical research coordinator. 100,000 million percent. Why? Because when you're a site owner, you're going to be the coordinator, at least you should be the coordinator, for at least the first three to six months. That's exactly what I'm doing now with my site in Yuma. I don't like coordinating. I know how to do it. I don't necessarily like it. If it were my full-time job, I wouldn't mind. But I have so many other things going on. I could barely do it for like three months until I hire and train somebody. So, but why am I doing it? Because it reduces risk early on. It reduces financial risk. I'm not paying myself, right? I just, I'm doing it for free, free labor. And that's when a business is brand new the biggest risk is running out of money. And so if you know how to do the job, you're reducing the biggest risk the way I see it. Um, it's, uh, yeah, they do. KMPH has a um, substance use disorder study. And it's actually meant for, it's a stimulant use disorder study, not an opioid dependent study it's unusual for onboarding process to take such a long time in clinical research or is this new to the pandemic onboarding takes a while it's nothing to do with the pandemic on study startup is one of the biggest barriers to one of the biggest waste of money for sponsors since clinical trials were investing or started what are your top stocks you're holding kmph I have to check how much AQST I have. I don't even know. We own it in uh, one of my companies. Chris and I own. Um, 
not too many stocks right now, honestly. I'm kind of out of stocks. I'm into crypto, a few biotechs. So crypto, a few biotechs, and some real estate. Those are my investments right now. Looks like you might have to do a few videos on stocks. Yep. A call on November 3rd. Okay. Everybody's interested in the sequesters. Yeah, that call on November 3rd is their earnings call. So they're supposed to be good earnings. And maybe some forward-looking projections to data on their other drugs, not the um, epilepsy prevention or epilepsy emergency. Uh, yeah, epilepsy attack. AQST looks cheap right now. A lot of the biotechs look cheap. They've been getting beat up. All right, so I'll do some deep, some DB um, on AQST. I don't think the library band's priced in. Like the, I know everyone's assuming it's going to get approved, but I don't think it's priced into the stock. And then look at KMPH. A star has got approved. And then the stock's been kind of dead since, right? So I think investors for biotechs kind of want to see. They're getting very practical all of a sudden. It's very weird. I think they're selling in the news. Like, they're selling the news. And then when it comes to actual numbers, like sales, Remember, we started this show with product-oriented business. Yeah. So anyways, that's enough. I got to go. And I'll do an AQST video today. Uh, I'll do it today. I might upload it tomorrow. All right. Have a good weekend, everybody. Catch you all later. Bye-bye.